0: Hey there, and welcome to the Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson, and thank you so much for listening in. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if you're listening using Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please rate and leave some feedback. Any other questions or comments, you can hit me up at Road Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Now, on the road to rediscovery, we feel honored and privileged when someone draws strength from being vulnerable and shares a past struggle that they've had for our benefit with the intent to support us and to uplift us. In doing so, they're giving us a gift in the truest sense. My next guest is just this extraordinary type of person. She's endured some dark times in not only a toxic and abusive relationship, but a life-threatening situation and later finding the strength within to own and rise above the darkness, break into the light and reach out to help others. She's a mindset coach She's a motivational speaker, and she was recently recognized in the Heroes Among Us section of the Wonderful Woman publication for commitment and hard work in helping others out of stressful circumstances. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce Ruchi Singh. Ruchi, so glad to have you on the show. Oh, no, absolutely. It's our pleasure having you on. So uh, let's just get right into it. Um, If you can share with the listeners at a high level, um, you know, what was that difficult time in your life?
1: All right. So um, there is a reason why I have started this new phase of my life. Because earlier I was an HR manager, but now, like you said, I... I am a mindset coach. I'm a motivational speaker, a content creator. And one of the things which I talk about is I create awareness about domestic violence as I'm a survivor myself. And uh, mm-hmm. it was a dark period in my life. And it is not easy to talk about it even now. But um, it was difficult and I think anyone who's gone through domestic violence can vouch that it can be very very complicated and very confusing to the person who's going through it because uh, violence a lot of people think violence is just physical but no in reality even emotional and psychological violence is violence so I was going through that and uh, and And the saddest part is like for all of us, what happens when we face some issue or trouble, what do we look forward to? We look forward to going back home. But what do you do if it you know, if it's your home which is not safe for you? Mm. So, and uh, like you said, I I it was uh, life threatening and uh, one of like one of the nights my ex came home drunk and uh, he decided that you know maybe today he should just kill me at least that's what he said and uh, he went and got a butcher's knife And it was a cold winter's night in sydney and (laughs) It's not easy to talk about it, but uh, the only reason I talk about it, like I said, someone has to create awareness about it. And a lot of people are doing wonderful work and I just want to do my own bit. So I I just ran and uh, because your mind stops working at that time and I just stood next to my... I had a big exercise ball. It was red. And so he came and he put a knife to my throat and uh, let's just say it is something which I'll this is an experience a lot of you know people should never go, go through anyone nobody should go through it and uh, mm-hmm. I had just two mm-hmm. thoughts in my mind actually uh, there were a whole lot of thoughts and a lot of it is still not clear to me even now but two thoughts very clearly I remember one was that I have to stand still I just didn't want to aggravate him further and maybe it was my survival instinct taking care of me and the second was that oh my god I will never see my family back home in India like my mom my dad my sister my brother Uh, Uh, Yeah, so that was the one thought which I even now remember that was going through my mind and uh, I just got lucky that night. My life depended on someone else's whims and fancies and I'm just blessed that he changed his mind and instead of stabbing me, he actually stabbed my ball. Uh, So yeah, I'm very lucky.
0: Okay. Ruchi, I, I, I tell you, first, first off, I want to truly and genuinely thank you for your transparency, for your vulnerability in sharing this, for the sake of helping others who may be currently going through this a similar, similar situation. Um, I truly understand that it's it's hard to go through. Um, because as you describe it, I'm sure part of you uh, kind of relives some yes. of those uh, yes. uh, events as you're describing them, and it's in, in, in that and how deep those uh, wounds are—not um, just the physical, like you said, but the the emotional, the psychological. Those are deep, deep wounds that yes. are. Um, you know without the right help uh, it's it's very very hard to repair so thank you so much for um for for this transparency um in in the name of helping others so um what what a, what a what a circumstance to have and to go through my goodness so um if i can ask you you know there are times in these types of abusive relationships um the one hmm. being abused um, sometimes would wrongfully okay. blame themselves for their abuser's unhappiness or for, you know, they think they're the reason why the abuser is being the way they are. Um, did you ever feel that way about yourself or, or, or were you pretty much convinced that, you know, the things that your your ex has done to cause his hmm. behavior was caused by himself or Circumstances outside of of you.
1: Well, uh, I'm glad you asked this question because this is one question which uh, people who have gone through it have in common, mm-hmm. like this experience. But people who have not gone through it, for them, it is very difficult to understand. Right. So, you know, the worst part of violence is what it does to the mind. Because like I said, it is not just physical, it is psychological and emotional too. And there's so much confusion, shame and humiliation. And you start questioning yourself, did I do something to deserve it? Like, did I trigger it? Yeah, and this is something uh, which I went through personally. Mm. And, uh, And now when I talk to so many people all over the world, There's certain things which are common, and this is one of it. You know, like, uh, actually, uh, it is surprising that there's certain lines when I say, I share it with uh, someone who's also gone through it, and they're like, oh, my God, Ruchi, he said this to me, too. Like, uh, it's like, it is not, that person will say the abuser, it is not me, it is you. Why am I not hitting others? Right. And, and... You know what happens? Like uh, <clears throat> somewhere, a lot of us let that other person succeed in convincing us that we are to be blamed for their bad behavior. You know, yeah. like I actually thought that the solution may be lied in me being more loving and more supportive.
0: Mm, I see. Oh, yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And
0: they and and they are just audacious enough to to really put the blame on on you you know and and say look if you were like this I wouldn't be like that and and that's it's really just basically themselves denying looking and taking that hard look in the mirror to see themselves for who they are and what they need to fix about themselves instead they point the blame to someone else
1: Yes, yes. And uh, if I may add something, anyone who's listening to me right now and they are going through something similar, please believe me that you are never at fault. There is no excuse for violence, period.
0: No. 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 If
1: there was any excuse, then it would not be a crime. Absolutely. The reason that it is a crime, that people get arrested for hitting someone else, is... Because no matter what the provocation, you cannot justify it. You cannot justify hitting, hurting another person.
0: That is the absolute truth. And for the listeners out there, um, Ruchi wants to make this clear to everyone that there is no justifiable reason for doing that physical harm. So thank you for sharing that, Ruchi. It is much appreciated and well received. Can you... Tell us about that defining moment when you realized that the situation that you were in has got to stop and, and 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 there was something that you had to do about it. Was it was it the actual uh circumstance that you shared with us uh, earlier regarding um hiding behind the the exercise ball or or was it was it a different different time? Okay.
1: No, actually, that was the defining moment. Mm -hmm. Like I say, you know, our life is made up of millions of moments. Right. And then comes one moment, and that single moment decides the rest of our life. I see. And for me, that moment was the night my ex-husband came home Mm -hmm. drunk and kept a butcher's knife at my throat.
0: Wow. And that was the straw. Yes. Yes,
1: that was the last straw, Mm -hmm. but... It wasn't that that day itself I walked away, but that, uh, that night rather, from that night onwards, I started questioning myself, Mm. you know, there was one question, uh, like I said, it happened in Sydney and the value of human life in Australia is immense in the sense that, uh, you know, if someone dies because of domestic violence. There's a very high probability that you will make it to the national news. And I asked myself this question. I actually asked this question uh, out loud to me. Not that day, because Mm -hmm. that was traumatic. It took me some time, but I asked myself finally this question like, Ruchi Singh, is this why you have taken birth to be a statistic? And again, I answered it out loud, no. I refuse to be just a statistic. That's not the reason, Aubrey, why I've taken birth. And I'm so glad I, that question came in my mind. And the another, another important question was this. See, for me, that night, when you're facing death, you know, it cuts through all the clutter in your mind. And a lot of things become crystal clear and i started questioning myself what if i had died that night what would have been the value of my life i would have been just another person and i'm a good person but then what what like what did i stand for and you know the answer is that the only way we make our life valuable is by adding value to other people's life and these two questions they stayed with me and refused to go away and thank God for that. And that is why today I'm, I'm on your podcast. So, yeah. So I actually, you know, then I took ownership of my mm-hmm. life. And I gave a voice to myself. And finally, I started giving talks to create awareness about domestic violence. And with the message that we human beings have resounding power within us to transform Form and recreate our life. Uh, So, yeah, so yeah. So, a lot of people, you know, for me, uh, I want to create awareness, which I do, because there are a lot of victim bashing. A lot of people, including me, we've been asked, so what did you do? Why didn't you uh, walk away sooner? Believe me, it is not that easy when you're going through it. It is not, life is not, you know, Black and white. This happens, I'll walk away. No, it is very confusing. So uh, it is important that this important topic gets talked about. And secondly, people who are going through it, I want them to, you know, I mean, if I may share this very humbly. As it is, you know, you've gone through something which is very dark don't make it darker by not walking away from it mentally also
0: right no yeah. that's that's great advice and and such bravery for you to raise the awareness after going through such a traumatic time that's, that's, that's,
1: that's my view of adding value.
0: Well, that's incredible. And I see how you've dug deep to ask yourself these questions and to answer them out loud. When you answer them out loud, then there's a sense of resonance that takes place where it, it kind of just reaffirms the determination you have to not only live, but to thrive, right?
1: Yes, yes. In fact, I gave... I was my first audience. I gave the first talk to myself and it is recorded on my iPhone. Oh, well, good. And uh, that is something I don't think I share ever because it's just too personal. But I I had to do it, you know. Before giving advice to others, I had to give advice to myself. So it's very, very precious to me.
0: Absolutely. Um, so during, during this very dark time, and I know you've replayed it in your mind many, many times, and I know that you've shared, verbally shared, um, uh, you know, this part of your life many times, Um, and and I know it's never easy each time, but what can you say is the one single most important thing you've learned about yourself in going through that? Uh, All
1: right. Um, the most important thing, you know, I learned about myself was that, oh my God, I'm more powerful than I thought I am. All this while, I was, you know, I was being hammered with this point of view. Like, you are not good enough. You're not worthy. Ruchi, you, if you walk away, nobody will look at you. You're fat, you're ugly. Mm. You're a bad person, things like right. that. And I started believing se- it and I started thinking that I had no option and I couldn't do anything. But when I finally took that decision, I realized that I am immensely powerful and so is everyone else. You know, all of us, like I said earlier, all of us have this resounding power within us to transform and recreate our life. And uh, we have to activate it by taking ownership of our life, like by taking responsibility for our own right. life, good, bad, and ugly.
0: Oh, yeah, we do. We we must hold ourselves accountable and take responsibility. And with responsibility yeah. comes power and empowerment to where we can we can take grasp of something that is a part of our lives that we know can be better and make it better, you know? Yes. Yeah,
1: yes. So. Well,
0: well. thank you for sharing that, Ruchi. And for our listeners out there, listen, as you've heard from Ruchi herself, she's been through some very dark times, but she's found the strength to dig deep, deeper than ever before, and rediscover her value and purpose in this world. If you're currently going through a similar situation, Ruchi wants you to know that you are not alone. And having prevailed, she's on a mission to empower those who are suffering Ruchi, can you please tell us about how you help others out of bad situations and realize their potential?
1: Yes. Uh, so one is I actually get on a stage and I create awareness. So that is one aspect of it because it is such a uncomfortable, unglamorous topic to talk about. Uh, but someone has to do it. So I do it and it is amazing every time I've done it, the kind of response I've got. And every time I get on stage, I'm also nervous because it's almost being, you know, emotionally naked in front of strangers. But that is amazing because uh, people like people have cried. They have shared their own personal story. Uh, And that just makes me feel that I'm so glad that I'm doing what I'm doing. But another thing which I do is I do coaching and I do coaching, not just for domestic violence victims. I do coaching for anyone who's going through a dark time and I help them. So I have this thing, like I own my life and I help others to own theirs.
0: Very nice. So
1: like, Let's just say, hypothetically, you may be having a complicated time in your office. And if you you look at the statistics, a lot of people hate going to work because of the stress or the perceived stress. So the issue can be anything. And to the person who's going through it, it is very critical. It is very like all pervading. So I help people to take ownership of that situation of their life and handle it and recreate their own life. And um, it is a long answer if I share everything. But uh, what I do is like, um, see, uh, real life transformation, first of all, only takes place when the person concerned is ready to change. That's true. And secondly, yes. And secondly, change is not an outside event.
0: No, it's not. For sure.
1: Yes. So even in my case, what happened? Actually, nothing happened. The situation was the same. It's just that I changed. My response to that situation changed and my life changed. So change is not an outside event. It starts within and then its reflection starts showing in all the external aspects of a life, so I help people with that internal uh, change and uh, uh, first of all is I you know like um, if someone wants to you know get in touch with me, I can share this in detail if they want to go through my coaching but I still share first of all is i I want people to understand you know what is having a responsible mindset means because a lot of people confuse responsibility with accountability it's like oh so you you're trying to say i'm responsible for someone else's bad behavior and no that's not the case no. at all so if someone is abusing someone the person who's getting abused if they say i take ownership or responsibility for my life they don't mean to say i'm taking ownership of being abused
0: no, no. not at all no no
1: not at all, so, but what it means is I'm taking responsibility of how I respond to that situation, yes,
0: that's what it means whether
1: i yes, so whether I want to be in that situation, do nothing, feel helpless, or I like see not making a choice is also a choice, you're making a choice actually, yeah, yes, and uh. And if you're making a choice, again, you may decide no matter what, I am better off in this situation, whatever the situation may be, fair enough. As long as you're aware of it and you are taking responsibility or you say, hey, I'm not okay with it at all, and I'll do whatever it takes to change it. So the first power comes from taking responsibility because if you don't take ownership, you'll do nothing about it.
0: That's right. No movement, no progress.
1: Yeah. So so it's something very, very uh, like which I mentioned in my book, which I'm writing is like, uh, I've given a very simple example. Like I've given a lot of other example gone in detail is this, suppose, you know, like your dish is there and neither, like, like if there's a couple and No one wants to do the dishes. Nobody is taking responsibility for it. So it will just keep piling up, right? But if you take ownership, that doesn't mean you say, okay, it is my job to clean the dishes. No. But you say, hey, what do I do about this situation? It's just piling up and the whole house is stinking. And then maybe you'll say, hey, let's sit and make a, like have a calendar around it. I don't know, have a dishwasher or get cleaners coming in. But that will not happen if you're taking the first step of saying, I have to do something about it. So uh, that is how it progresses. There is no magic cure. And then I very strongly work on meditation and pranayama. Uh, pranayama, uh, uh, Pranayama is... Uh, for a lack of better exact translation, it calls it is called conscious breathing. It's a whole science.
0: I see, gotcha. Yeah, for everyone listening, look, make sure you follow Ruchi Singh on social media. You can check her out on YouTube, and make sure you like her Facebook page, which is at Ruchi Singh Talks. That's the at symbol R U C H I. S-I-N-G-H Talks. Ruchi, this has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation. I've learned so much from you, and I, I, I see the strength and the power. I feel the strength and the power that you have in, in, in everything you've shared with us. Um, we're now going to a section that I like to call Three for the Road. These are three rapid-fire, uh, uh, yet thoughtful and impactful Um questions that I that I ask um, my guests um, are you you think you'll be ready for them
1: yes I'm keeping my fingers crossed
0: oh fantastic (laughs) you know I think you'll be great I think you'll be great okay so here's our three for the road question one Name for me, (laughs) I know, right? It's like, oh, you're like, what's it going to be? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So question one, What name one thing, name one thing an abused person has that no abuser can ever take away from them.
1: Okay, Aubrey, that's a slightly tough one, but... uh... Seriously, I would like to say mind. Our mind is one thing that nobody can take ownership of till the time we give them ownership. So someone can actually enslave us physically, but mentally nobody can do it till the time we let them.
0: Understood. Well said. Very well said. That is awesome. Okay, question number two. Can you share with us what does a flower represent to you?
1: Uh, okay, flower it represents beauty. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what it represents to me when I come to think of it is it represents selflessness. Ah it it I gives see. us beauty, it gives us fragrance. It brings us joy. Mm-hmm. At least I love flowers. And uh, and it's all for others. And whenever a flower blooms, even if it's for a short mm-hmm. while, it leaves its mark.
0: It certainly does. Yes. So yeah. yeah, a mark of a fragrant scent. Yeah. Um, or bright colors.
1: You no, know, a mark of beauty and... Uh, selflessness like I said yes it's all for us you know it doesn't keep anything for itself flower doesn't say oh no no I'll not give out fragrance it is there for all of us
0: that's true and I mean it gives to um insects right bees butterflies gives to people to admire and enjoy yes
1: yes
0: wonderful (laughs) wonderful okay for question number three Please um, complete the the following sentence. (laughs) All right. (laughs) My mission is to help people find
1: happiness in life. Wonderful. Whatever we do, deep down in our heart, we are hoping to find happiness.
0: We are, for sure. Wonderful. Happiness in life. Well said, Ruchi. Well said. Uh, Ruchi, thank you once again so much for sharing your journey with us today. I I know it takes a lot of strength to dig deep and be vulnerable and transparent in what you've gone through. But I know in my heart of hearts, without a doubt, that you have reached out and touched someone out there who has been listening. And, and something you said has resonated with people. So thank you once again.
1: Thank you so much for having me and giving me this opportunity uh, to help. And I really hope that even if one person is helped by this, I'll, I'll feel happy. Like I said, I feel I made a difference in someone's life. So thank you so much. And thank you so much for doing this because you're touching so many people's life yourself by just your podcast.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, No, it's my pleasure. It, 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 totally is my pleasure. Ruchi is working on a book. She's going to be sharing information about her book and how to access her book on social media. So Ruchi, tell us a little bit more about the book you're working on.
1: All right. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, So I'm writing this book and this book is basically about facing your fears and realizing that we have the power to change our life and recreate our own destiny. And in this book, actually, uh, it is, I think I can call it a self-help book where uh, I take uh, the readers through a person who's gone through domestic violence, but it is not about, you know, it is, it's, a, it's not a gloomy book. It, it's a positive book where I share whatever I personally did to, you know, overcome it and recreate my own life. So that's the whole book is about, and I'm hoping that people get to read it. And Yeah, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because I'm doing it, again, from a place of love and my desire to help.
0: Wonderful. Fantastic. Well, I know for a fact that I'll be looking for a copy of your book um, once it's available. So uh, for the listeners out there, please uh, reach out to Ruchi Singh on Uh, She's also on LinkedIn. Um, Reach out for her, R-U-C-H-I-S-I-N-G-H, for updates on the progress of the book so that you are among the first to get a copy when it's ready.
1: Yes, yes, please do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Ruchi. And a big thanks to all of you out there for checking in and listening. So please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave feedback, And share with your friends and family. I want this podcast to be an ever better experience for you. So leave some feedback so I can make it better for you and everyone you share it with. The Road to Rediscovery is a part of a movement. It's a part of a revolution. And guess what? You're now part of it. Together we are roadies. And it sure feels good having you on the journey. Thanks again, everyone. We'll chat soon.